So today on episode six, we have Anna, who plays Division One volleyball at Oakland um, from Gahanna, Ohio. Uh, she was able to have a great high school career, and now she's making an impact at Oakland, uh, which uh, competes in the Horizon League. Uh, so Anna, to start this episode off, tell us about your uh, off season. How's it going? And what kind of training are you doing to, um, you know, to come back and even have a better sophomore year? Yeah, so I lift every day, Monday through Friday. I lift for two hours. I start at 8 a.m. and we usually finish around 10. It's like a personal trainer. It's a bunch of different athletes. Like, there's two volleyball players, two baseball players, two softball players, but we all go to the same place. And half of the facility is, like, weights, and half of it is, like, this, like, turf-type field. So we do Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, jumping, you know, obviously, like, weightlifting and all that stuff. And then on Friday, we go to Owl Creek, which is, like, this huge set of stairs. We run stairs. Today, like, oh, gosh, today, we were piggybacking people up the hill. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm fully in love with my trainer, also known as Jules. He is amazing. I've gained so much confidence in myself as an athlete from how much he's pushed me um, in the weight room and conditioning-wise. So I feel like Mm -hmm. I've been training really hard this offseason. So I'm excited to go back. But um, also on top of that, I play volleyball three times a week. I do two, like, private styles where I just, like, hit a ton of balls with um, my old club coach. And then we have, like, a college open gym style thing where uh, yeah yeah, it's really fun because like everyone is so competitive and we all show up and we basically scrimmage but it's more just like you know hitting balls getting touches so we've been working really hard (laughs) okay good good that's what you're supposed to do during all season it's not really an off season you're really still in season right yep exactly so like so describe the transition from going to Gahanna to Oakland for your first year was it like harder than what you expected as far as like you know your schoolwork, uh conditioning or even you know just practice or just you know competition like how how were you able to adjust to you know that level of competition because you know going from you know you were you know really elite in high school uh so how did you make that transition over to Oakland Yeah, so in the classroom, I started out as an engineering major, and I loved engineering classes. You know, I love math. I love all of that. So I made some friends doing that. Um, Mm. But it was hard, right? Because it was online classes. So it's like, how do you meet people? You know, we're 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 all like a Zoom class. So um, I loved my classes. I did really well. As far as volleyball goes, though, um, our upper class really just brought us in and really made an impact on, especially my freshman year, because... They just, you know, they just said, like, we're going to get you guys through this. It's going to be a good freshman year, even though it's not a normal freshman year. And, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the transition um, was easier than I was expecting. You know, the game is way faster. That's that's what it is. It's speed. Yeah. Speed is blazing fast compared to what I was used to. And it did take some um, time getting, you know, it took some time to get used to. But once I got used to it, it was just so fun. Like so fun, I love it. What y'all do for what y'all do for conditioning? Because I know when I when I was in uh, college, like our volleyball team, they used to get up at six in the morning and then work out like three times a week. We used to do the same thing. Our basketball team used to do the same thing. Did y'all do the something similar to that? Like wake up oh, real yeah. early and then yeah. We had six a.m. lift. Six a.m. lift. You know, we wake up at like we would set three alarms to make 
I'm sure that we will cope that time. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. And even then, I would still have to wake up a couple of my roommates. But so we had 6 a.m. lift, and that was, mm-hmm. um, it was more like we didn't do like an arm day and a leg day. It was more just like we do some arms, some legs. And then because of COVID, there was limited numbers in the weight room. So we didn't get as uh-huh. much lifting time in, as in like we only lifted once a week, which was very very hard for me because i was used to yeah. lifting every day so i would go and lift right. the uh but other than that we run a lot we run a lot a lot of like down and backs on the volleyball court and uh we have to pass this called 300 don't know if you ran one of those but there oh, that, that was like your te- your conditioning test oh yeah it is and so this summer actually i ran so many of them because the first day back, so I move in August 8th. The day after that, we have combine testing, which is like you have to bench a certain amount, squat a certain amount, and then pass the 300. You know, they test your vertical. I'm not exactly okay. sure what the numbers are, though. Uh, I'm just trying to get as high as I can. So there you go. But yeah, we for our uh, conditioning test, we had to run two miles. And we had to, I think the guards had to get in like 13, and then the post had to get in 40. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The post had to get in 14. So we used to wake up like 5.30, 5.45, and then run two miles on the track. And then our coach used to be there with the stopwatch. It was awful, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> no, I got a question for you. So I saw that yeah. you, um, you did you redshirt? No, I didn't redshirt. Well, okay, so with COVID, right, we get the extra year of eligibility. So I don't oh. really know what they're calling, like, our, like, year so I played enough games to not redshirt, but I don't know what they're calling the COVID year. So technically, I have four more years of eligibility. Or maybe oh, okay. it's, it's really confusing because you have a redshirt year, and then we have a COVID year, and then you have four years of eligibility. So, okay, um, yeah. I thought you got injured or something. I saw you, so it said redshirt freshman. So you, so are you going to be a freshman again next year, like athletic, athletically? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Oh, right? okay. Got the extra year, so all of us freshmen are in the same boat. Uh, but I think they titled it that way because of, um, you know, COVID, we played 14 games, or what was yeah. it? Uh, well, we played 16, actually, 16 games. So it was it was abnormal to what I'm going into because we're playing mm-hmm. double that, that amount of games, right? So um, right. it's almost like I'm having my freshman year over again because I didn't experience everything to the fullest extent because of COVID, really. So, yeah, so how hard was it to get through that uh, the first year as far as, like, all the COVID protocols and stuff? Like, did you, did you have to get tested every day, like, before practice, before uh, games? And did you have any, like, cancellations? Because I know y'all used to playing in the fall, but now, you you know, y'all playing in the spring, and that's, like, another big adjustment you have to make. So, like, did, was there any, like, certain, like, COVID protocols you had to follow? Because I know that's the norm. Right, yeah. So, actually, the beginning of August, I got COVID. And oh. so I moved, in, I moved in at the end of August, so I had to get, like, a certain amount of negative tests before moving in, which actually, it turned out to benefit me because I didn't have to get tested for three months. But all of my teammates, we got tested uh, once a week, and then they had surveillance okay. testing where it was they would split us up into three groups and then randomly would choose a group to test that week. And then okay. on top of that, we had to test before going to an away game because of traveling and right. uh, masks all the time you know whether you're running you're lifting uh, y- y'all play i saw one of your pictures you play with a mask on that's oh yeah so literally yeah. the first week at practice it was really a huge adjustment because yeah. you know there's all 
different sorts of masks, right? And some of them were easier to breathe in. And so I started mm-hmm. with like an athletic like type mask. I was like, no, this is not working. I sweat too much. <laughs> and then right. paper ones are the best because we can change them like throughout practice. So um, yeah, we wear masks all the time. And sometimes if you breathe too hard, it would feel like you're sucking in the mask. And it's just, it was, it was okay. a lot. It was a lot. Okay. Yeah. Did you, yes. So did you come in and play right away? Like, how was that? Like, I know you can, like, you appeared as, like, a, you know, a few games, or a lot of games. So did right. you come in and play right away? Yeah, actually, so the first two games I did play, uh, we were still okay. playing with the lineup, and um, I, I didn't play, but, I, you know, I was working my butt off. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get right. out there, right? That's um, what's up. That's what's up. And then yeah. um, my best friend and roommate tore her ACL meniscus, and um, or both meniscuses. Oh, oh. And I think did something to her MCL, and I went in for that right State game and then played the rest of the season. Uh, um, were, they, were they upperclassmen, the, the people who got injured? No, she, she's my roommate. Oh, She's my okay. roommate, okay. yeah. Yeah, she, her name's Libby, Libby Cleveland. She's, she's my best friend. But, um, okay. yeah, so it was a really sad time, but uh, that game was actually really crazy. I don't know if you saw, like, some of the scores. We tied an NCAA record for longest set ever in volleyball. It was 38 to 36 for one set. And we only played at 25. Like, I know. I, I know that. I, I know that. Part. That's crazy. I didn't know that. No, literally. We tied it. In, like, we almost beat it. I was like, yeah, I liked winning. And that was a long ma- or a long set where I was like, I kind of wish we you know, beat the record because we tied it. So, yeah. wait, wait, was that against Rice State? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Rice State is very, very talented this year, and uh, they played UIC in the Horizon League Championship, won, and then made it to um, to like the big tournament, right? The big NCAA tournament. So. Yeah. Uh, oh really? Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So that was probably y- y'all's uh, toughest opponent in y'all's college. Yeah, we're. Probably... Oh yeah, we um we're very competitive with them. Very competitive. So. Okay, so y'all probably finished what second or third or are they finished we... first? Rice State. Right State was first. We mm-hmm. we are I think we're fifth because we lost two very important um matches. Um, oh, so y'all got a tough conference then. Yeah, we you know, in the nicest way to put it, we, we didn't do as well as what we should have this season. Okay. Uh, you know, we, yeah. had, we had a lot of injuries, you know, we didn't really have exactly. a good season. Right. I'm not putting excuses out there because we're coming after them this season. But <laughs> but no, um, it, it was we still had a really great season you know we had a lot of tough games and even if we did lose it wasn't in three sets right like that's three out of five so you know we fought yeah. really hard and that that's the worst is to lose like like sometimes i feel like you know because i know teams where they they drive like three three or four hours and then they'll lose in three sets and they're like 45 minutes later like back on the road that's like that's like the yeah. toughest thing i know and and I, my biggest thing is, I mean, obviously, I I hate losing. Um, <laughs> I'm not a sore loser. I just don't like losing. Um, but but like, if, if we're gonna lose, we're gonna lose with dignity, right? Like, it's not gonna be like 25 to two. Like, it's not gonna be that, right? We're gonna try to make it more than three sets, and it's going to be a close score. So I think we okay. did stop that this season, and um, we have great freshmen coming in, and we have both of our seniors are staying. So I'm excited for the season. Great. Okay, good, good, good. So let's take it back to Gahanna. So you, yeah, were you were you the conference player of the year your senior year? Yes, I was. Oh, that's, that's good. 
that's tough. So, but okay, so okay, so you was a conference player here. What made you stand out more from from other, you know, other you know teammates or like your opponents? Like, what made you kind of different? Because that makes you different, you know, you being conference player here. And it's hard to go Division One in any sport. We all know that. So, what what do you think made you? What what within your game? What made you different from everybody else? Like, what separated you? You think? Yeah. So. Besides your height. What did you say? I said besides your height. Oh, besides my height, yeah, that makes me stand out, of course. Um, but yeah, so I think you know someone said this to me recently, and I think I agree with it. I play with a lot of heart. Um, not only am I out there, you know, I, I get a lot of blocks. I do get a lot of kills. Uh, but I show, like, heart on the court, right? I'm going to do whatever it takes. And right. um, I'm very vocal. I love talking. So this is good. I love talking. This this live is good. I love talking. But um, yeah. so I, I try to be a leader, you know. I would talk to – I mean, it doesn't matter if they're the same grade as me or if they're a freshman, right? I'm going to talk to you the same. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to be a leader, uh, vocal. And not not only if I got a point, but if someone else did, I'm going to be just as loud, regardless if it was me or someone else. So I think, you know, being a very good communicator, playing with heart, and then also on top of that, like, the actual physical skill, you know, set you apart, for sure. Right, right, right. And you, yeah, being a leader, being vocal is really, that's something I didn't do, and I wish I would have did. But that's probably, yeah, definitely is a good you know, attribute to, you know, have before you go to college. And that's what grabs college coaches' attention. It's not just a skill, but just, you know, showing leadership on the court and off the court. That's real huge. So did you have – so when did you start getting offers? Because I know you got other offers. Besides yeah, that. so – yeah, so actually, that's kind of a story. So I didn't even think I could play college volleyball, right? I was a freshman in high school. I was like uh, – you know, I was playing basketball and volleyball at the time. I was playing, there's three levels of club volleyball. I was playing at the lowest level because oh. I would only play half of the club season and then I would partner with another athlete that would play my other half of the season. So, like, okay. halfway through the season, we would switch and, like, I, she wouldn't be on the team anymore than I would. And it was because I was playing basketball, right? So, mm-hmm. I couldn't ever play the highest level because they didn't offer that, like, split option. And um, I remember practicing and this guy came up to me and was like you know do you go to Gahanna all this stuff and it was like at our um like our gym our facility and he was like I want you to go to nationals with us right he was the national coach of my age group and I was oh, like so you, okay yeah and I was like no I was like I don't even know who this dude is like but he was a coach and, yeah. um yeah. but then in hindsight that night I had a phone call with him and he's like I you know if you don't travel to nationals with us this year I want you to be on my national team next year and I'm going to get you a Division One offer. So that's okay. where it started. That's where it started. So, this is, so what, what time this frame was this in high school. school? This is freshman Junior? year high school. Oh, no, freshman. Uh, okay, okay. And I was like, I was still toying with, like, I want to play basketball. Like, I was just starting AAU. Like, I just want to, you know, play basketball and volleyball. I don't think I can do, you know, national volleyball and this. And he was just persistent, right? And he... He had me come in and play with their team a little bit. I had a couple privates with him, and I just fell in love with volleyball even more. So, so then I played on the next year, and I stopped playing basketball, which was really hard. Um, and then that's oh, when I didn't know you played school. basketball. Yeah, yeah. But then after freshman, freshman year, yeah, I played freshman year. 
Okay. Yeah. But colleges started to get um, interested in me once I started playing national volleyball. And and so, you know, your sophomore year, you're still developing. Coaches are just not really, like, offering, but, like, looking at you. And then my junior year, I was talking to a lot of schools and um, offers were about to start coming in. And then I got in a car accident. Oh, really? Yeah. So... Damn. I actually, so I, I was talking to a few schools, and um, yeah. I visited Oakland, and um, Oakland offered me, okay, and I loved Oakland, right? I loved the coaching staff. I loved the girls. I loved the okay. area. It was just the right fit. Um, so they offered me, and I was so excited to commit there, and yeah. I came home, and I wanted to talk to my club coach first, right? Because he's my best friend at this point, right? I played for him for three years. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. He was the one that, you know, believed in me. And on my way to practice that night, I got hit on my driver's side by a cop car, actually. What? <laughs> um, yeah, and I shattered my collarbone. <laughs> and I got surgery. I got, like, an eight-inch bra on my collarbone with eight screws. And they're like, you're out for 12 weeks. So I had to call Oakland, and I was, like, crying. I was, like, I was going to commit, like, right now. But this is the, you know, the scenario. And I was like, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. And um, they still believed in me and wanted me. And I was like, well, that's where I want to be then, right? Someone who wants me and still believes in me. And um, I worked my butt off, came back that actual club season. I came back even sooner than 12 weeks. And um, we got second at nationals that year. So that's good. So so leading to this question, was that like probably one of your lowest points, uh, especially like during when you was playing volleyball? Yes, it was, it was... How did you get so through weird. it? Because that's, I, I mean, that's real tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah I my way to practice to tell my club coach I was committing to Oakland so that I could call Oakland that night, right? Because mm-hmm. I trust my club coach's opinion and all that. And um, it was it was a really hard time for me. What, I what, still, Go ahead, sorry. Well, my bad. What, what did the Oakland coach say when you, when you, when you called him or called her? Yeah, so um, our head coach is a guy, Coach Rob, and I called him, and they were expecting a call from me anyways because I was going to let them know, like, and I was telling them, like, hey, Coach Rob, and they were really excited because the whole coaching staff was on the phone call, and I was like, unfortunately, like, last night I got in a car accident, and I am in the sling right now. At the time, I didn't have surgery, and... I was in a lot of pain. I started crying, and um, I just thanked him for such an amazing visit, you know, and, and that he believed in me originally. And um, I told him what the doctor said that I was going to come back fine. You know, it's really common to break your collarbone in football because of like the shoulder pads and the helmet, you know. Right. So yeah. It's actually a really common break, so it was good that people knew how to help me, right? So um, I told yeah. him I was like, I'm going to come back from this, and he was like, okay, like. We're gonna have to talk to our trainers to see like what they think about it. So then he's like, "I'll call you back." So he hung up, and I I swear it was twenty minutes. It was the longest twenty minutes. I bet. We're sitting around like the dinner table, and um, yeah. Finally calls back, and he's like, "You know what, Anna? Like we recruited you based off of your drive and how much of a hard worker you are. We believe that we talked to our trainers that you're gonna come back just fine." And so then um. He was like, do you want to be a Golden Grizzly? And I started crying, and I was like, yes! And then all of a sudden, so, yeah, so, yeah. You did. 
that's crazy. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Wow. It's okay. It's all good. All good. I, hey, that is, you know, that gives people motivation to get through anything. Because that's really, especially right before you, you know, you made your decision to let them know, like, boom, you know, adversity hit. And then before you even stepped foot on that campus, you was already hit with adversity. And the way you handled yourself and was able to come back stronger, um, that's just... That's just, you know, credit to you. So Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Thank Not for you. real. Good job about that. Yeah. So, as you, when you was growing up, what athlete did you really look up to? Like, what, who gave you, you know, extra motivation? Who inspired you to be great? Because me, was it was Kobe Bryant. I mean, that's the reason why I picked up a basketball, and that's the reason why I was really locked in every game and wanted to do, do uh, wanted to do better, wanted to do a last sprint, uh, get up extra shots. So, who... Who motivated you and inspired you at a, at a young age? It could be anybody. Yeah, so, yeah, so I would say as far as, like, pro athlete goes, it would probably be LeBron. I mean, I grew up a diehard Cavs fan, so yeah. I was just, like, love LeBron, will always love LeBron, and um, I always looked up to him, you know, especially with, like, what he did for, you know, the, like the Cleveland community and, um, mm-hmm. Just how much, like, I mean, he's a good father, he's a good teammate, you know, all the above. And so he's just an all-around great person. But as far as, like, when I was younger, younger, it was my siblings I looked up to, you know. Um, nice. My, my siblings didn't play really much sports, like, later on in high school and or in college, but when we were younger, I they were playing, like, ahead of me, and, like, we played for my church. And so I would always go to my sister's practice and I would run sprints with them when they were running for basketball. Yeah. And they used to call me Speedy because I used to I used to beat them all. I was like, no, I'm going to beat you, right? I'm four years younger, but I'll beat you. So, um, no, yeah. I looked up to my siblings for sure. You know, they, they were athletes before I was even capable of playing, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good, good, good. So, um once you're done at Oakland, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? How how do you want to be remembered? You know, as a teammate and as a you know as a student and all that and all that good stuff. Wow. Okay, that's a deep question. Okay. Yeah, so. we can, hey, that, that's how we do it on here. We, can, yeah, we go here deep we go. into it, man. Right. Trying to pick your go. brain. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. My, you know, I like to be really caring. You know, so. I would talk to everyone. I think I already mentioned I like to talk. So I would say my legacy would be that, like, I didn't leave anyone behind, right? I always included everyone. I was a leader on and off the court, but I was also not necessarily the leader that's going to say, like, you know, it's okay, it's okay. Like, I'm going to be hard on you, but I'm also going to be your best friend, right? Um, But on top of that, just being a caring and wholehearted person, you know, in life, but still on the court, right? Because you can still be competitive and cutthroat, but also still have a heart with playing and so caring. And so I think that's the legacy that I want to leave behind. And for anyone that's younger than me that would be coming right. up when I'm graduating Oakland or all of the above. So, yeah. Okay. What, what are some uh, personal goals do you want to accomplish as far as, like, uh, as an individual? Like, do you have any goals, certain goals that you want to accomplish in? you know, and, you know, get to it right away. Because, you're, you know, like I said, you're only a freshman. You got four more years. You got the COVID year. You know, yeah. so you got a lot out there in front of you that you can attack. You know what I'm saying? You got different challenges that, you know, may come across, you know, later in the future, and you're going to have to attack them. So what kind of, you know, 
goals do you, do you have in mind that you want to attack and, and accomplish? Right, yeah. Sorry, pause for a second. Okay. No, you're good. Yeah, you're so, good. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, play-wise, just get more consistent, right? You know, um, I can hit a hard ball. I can block, you know, but footwork is huge when blocking. So, you know, you know, cleaning up my footwork, you know, getting a, a stronger pop on the ball so that I'm hitting harder. And, um, and I always want to be, like, a better person. I know I said that leader, so I would say like you know do that you know as well as being better. Um, I wanted my vertical. I want that to be higher. I've been working all summer to improve my my legs, my um, endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been stretching a lot, so I'm. That's a goal of mine. I want to jump higher, right? I'm I'm tall and I jump pretty well, but imagine if I was tall and jumping higher than anyone. That would be a pretty pretty awesome thing so right, that's right. my vertical higher um i know i mentioned that i was an engineering major i recently switched to uh marketing and i'm gonna minor in journalism and my goal oh, okay. is my goal is i want to be an nfl silent reporter oh damn you look like you look like one though you already mean, <laughs> <laughs> no but you know, if, if not, if not NFL, um, NBA. Um, that's that's what I want to do. Oh, really? That's awesome. Not, not like reporting. You know, I don't like being in front yeah. of the camera that long. You know, and it's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot into it. But that, that's that's a really good goal to have. Like you really fit that though, because you love to talk. I love to talk too. But I, one day I want to work in the NBA front office or something. you 
but at the end of the day, you're just building the connections. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, do what you gotta do. Yeah, and I, you know, connections is huge. But also, like, how did they get to where they are, right? Because there's a reason they're successful, right? Sometimes it's fake. Sometimes it's who you know. But like, they had to work their butts off, right? So I want to know how they right. did that. So that's it's exactly what me and my. I mean, my dad's been helping a little bit because. You know, he works in the business world, so just help me, like, proofread emails, all that type of stuff. But I just, I want to put myself out there, and so that's the goal. It's the goal. 